Hi, ParCast listeners. It's Vanessa with some incredible news. You can purchase your copy of our book, Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Joined Them, available now at parcast.com slash cults. Cults is an expanded look at the people who led and followed the most radical groups in history, with an unflinching exploration into what happens when the most vulnerable recesses of the mind are twisted into the lowest forms of malevolence. Details not featured on our podcasts. We're so proud to bring you this fantastic compilation of stories, and we're forever grateful for your support. Without you, none of this would be possible, so thank you. Visit parcast.com slash cults to order your copy of Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Joined Them. That's parcast.com slash cults to order today. We love movies where the plot is searching for influential ancient artifacts, and we're kind of going on one of those fun little adventures today, Em. You got Indiana Jones, National Treasure, and now this episode of Rituals. (laughs) Da Vinci Code. It's all in the same echelon, Uh you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll be talking about and hunting for the truth about the Emerald Tablet. Its roots are in alchemy, but its existence is questionable. So it's kind of a Will they, won't they of a haunt of a I almost said haunted artifact. I don't know. It might be haunted, but it also might the Ross and Rachel of mysteries. <laughs> of mystery, of mysterious artifacts. Hi everyone, and welcome to Rituals, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Christine Schiefer. And I'm M. Schultz, and every week we'll explore the evolution of spiritualism and the occult through stories, practices, and the impact on modern culture. Today, we're digging into the emerald tablet, a mysterious emerald-colored tablet. <laughs> I gotta tell you, this was a thinker for me, <laughs> because I had, so I had no idea what this was. I tried Googling it so I would be uh, up to speed by the time you and I were recording, and I very quickly turned Google off because... So you turned it off. I turned it on, then I turned it off. Got it. Because I looked up Emerald Tablet. All I got was like shopping results. I don't know what my algorithm thinks I'm up to. But <laughs> did you know you can get a bunch of green jackets with the text of the Emerald Tablet? No. Uh, you, can, you can just wear it if you're fashion forward like me. But that's that's all I learned, by the way. <laughs> so I, I ended up... Nothing changed is what I'm trying to tell you. Oh my gosh, well, this makes me even more excited because you're bringing some of your own fun facts to the table. So let's crack into it. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by The Weather Channel. The key to solving any mystery? Smart decisions based on the facts. 
In the case of the weather's effect on your well-being, turn to the Weather Channel app. It clues you in on how weather shapes your mood, health, and productivity with insights built on reliable forecast data to help you thrive. Because mystery belongs in true crime, not weather. Be a force of nature with the Weather Channel app. All right. Um, I mean, I think you kind of just illuminated us here, but I do wonder how much you actually know about not just the Emerald Tablet, but like ancient documents or tablets. Is that something you ever did like a little deep dive in or anything? Nice of you to ask because I do have a lot of hyperfixations. I could have easily right. fallen into that rabbit hole. Occasionally, you and I have discovered overlap in our hyperfixations, and that can be really fun. We find each other in the rabbit holes like it's the tunnel of love, like, you know? Oh. <laughs> But no, I don't know anything about ancient documents beyond what National Treasure taught me. And I barely understood that. So, right. <laughs> you barely so, understood that. <laughs> so, no. Thank you for being honest. Okay. Do you, do you know anything about ancient documents? So, the only thing I really know about is, I mean, I don't even know about it. That's a stretch. But, you know, I know about the Rosetta Stone. And I learned a lot, unfortunately, in childhood about the Ten Commandments and Moses and the whole nine yards uh-huh. of that business. So I feel like they're all kind of in the same like mysterious vibe for me. But the only thing I've ever kind of picked up on is just watching History Channel where they go, you know, try to convince you that aliens wrote every old document. I'm into it. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I mean, who who's to say it's not right? You know, not, not I. Not Certainly me. not I. So this is what I'm saying is that the Emerald Tablet... I'm kind of with you, and I know I'm supposed to be here being the expert on the topic, but after reading the research multiple times over a period of multiple days, I still feel a little bit like befuddled about whether oh. this thing was real, whether this thing, we'll get into it, but I just want to um, warn you in advance that I don't necessarily have maybe all the answers you are seeking. I'm no Nicolas Cage. It's ironic because it sounds like that's what the Emerald Tablet is. Maybe <laughs> I need to find that first. Uh-huh, uh-huh, to uh-huh. really answer all the questions, which I guess is the whole point. So anyway, if you could, I have a question, though. But if you let's say you could find this thing, which apparently uh-huh. all I gathered, I'm not trying to steal your thunder here, but I do know one thing about it. And the overarching theme of the Emerald Tablet seems to be that it has all the secrets of the universe on it. Mm-hmm. Answers. If someone were to tell you they have a trench coat and they... Like, they could be showing you watches on the inside of that trench coat, or they could show you the Emerald Tablet. Hot. They could do a little whip it out. And Whoa. they're saying, listen, I got all the secrets of the universe in here. You in? Do you pick up the Emerald Tablet and give it a read? Wow. I mean, it was in Greek, so maybe, yeah. And then I would say, oh, wait, I forgot I don't speak Greek. Oh, a big thing to forget. That part is maybe would be a, a wrench in the plan. I think... If someone said, "I do you want to know the answers to the universe? Oh my gosh, I'm really stuck because I think I would say no, but I'd really want to say yes. See, I would say absolutely, but I I know I should say no. I'd go into it knowing I was being reckless and I'd be okay with it. Uh, interesting. Yeah, it, it'd be certainly reckless. And usually as a reckless <laughs> person, this is an easy answer. But for some reason, I just worry that I would really ruin my own life with that knowledge. You made a great point that also technically if it's in Greek or a language I don't understand, I could be told the secrets of the universe and still walk out pretty clueless. So it's all Greek to me. Nailed it. Thanks. 
So without giving too much away, Em, we are going to see a kind of little Venn diagram slash overlap of the occult and science. And mm. I am curious, like, how often, um, as the kind of occult expert around here, how often have you seen those two meet? Well, let's start with the fact that you called me an expert. Honored that you <laughs> lie so confidently. Bold. <laughs> but uh, no, I definitely have seen some crossovers between the occult and science. Like you just said, we covered the stone tape theory on and that's why we drink the science of electromagnetic energy, the science of ley lines that mm -hmm. people have discussed. Also, I mean, alchemy is science-y. Oh, 100%. I mean, to understand even gemstones and minerals and weather and nature and astronomy and lunar cycles, I feel like there's, even if a lot of occult practices aren't considered science, I think more than other beliefs, they're at least rooted in a scientific framework or uh, based in science. This is why I called you the expert. I feel like that's a very good point because I was just thinking some of my favorite topics are when the occult has some sort of, yeah, like framework behind it, some explanation that lies in like actual science and reality. And so, you know, like I love quantum physics, that kind of thing, you know, it bends your mind, but it's like actual scientists believe it and discuss it and yeah can't beat science folks but at the same time i hadn't even thought about how like everything from right like crystals to astrology to all these different aspects of the occult also have a science background sort of yeah even when they're considered like woo woo science it's still like at mm -hmm. least based in science and i like i'm not saying that all witches are scientists but i am saying all witches i feel like have at least all scientists are witches uh, wait a minute well oh. Oh, I thought that's... Hmm? I'm not going to confirm or deny that. But I will say... I guess that's for them to decide. <laughs> I feel like practitioners have at the very least, like, a biology 101 background. Like, I feel like you have to understand the basics of a, a lot of things to at least get started. So I'm into it. All right. One more thing before we get started on the actual Emerald Tablet. I'm just curious. Why do you um, think that we're prone to believe things like these legends that we see on the History Channel, places like that, like the Emerald Tablet, when it's possible it's just all fake? Uh, I mean, I think it's maybe the same reason people find comfort in spirituality and religion. Mm -hmm. I think it, especially with the Emerald Tablet, which, again, all I know is that it's said to give us answers I feel like it's so easy to sure. want to believe in something that gives us answers about why we're here or what comes next. Or, I mean, that's just in this case specifically, but anything that's kind of unknown but mysterious. First of all, I'm just nosy. That's why I believe it. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I just want to see what things are about. But that's I that's why you're friends with that trench coat guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got him on speed dial. So, yeah, I think it probably usually falls into people just seeking answers and whatever path they want to go on. You're so smart. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start our adventure by saying the Emerald Tablet itself is a legendary artifact described in texts that alchemists became obsessed with centuries ago. So the tablet is described exactly as its name suggests. It's a slab of emerald or green stone inscribed, allegedly, with, like you said, M, the secrets of the universe. Ooh, ah. And that's as far as I got, by the way. Uh, the rest of it is all you, Christine. <laughs> the end. That's all I know. No, there's more. There's more. So the text on it is actually organized into seven paragraphs, which for some reason I find comical. And I don't know if I'm the only one, but I do find it a little funny that like the secrets of the universe can be divided into sort of like my high school like thesis paper or something like seven paragraphs broken down. I thought the same thing. I was like, I love how 
how many centuries of how many people have been looking for these secrets and it can just be summed up so neatly in just seven it's paragraphs seven paragraphs and i feel like maybe those seven mini paragraphs could have been lumped into like three or four major paragraphs and it's just like that classic classic line this could have been an email emerald tablet you know what i'm gonna leave it at that you (laughs) couldn't say anything smarter about it actually (laughs) go for it so when we say it holds the secrets to the universe the emerald tablet uses the word universe to refer to both the material universe in which we live so below Mm -hmm. but also the spiritual universe so above Mm -hmm. and the concept is if we can understand the human body we can understand the universe because they're built much the same way. We're all connected. We're all connected. Mm -hmm. The tablet seems really resonated with the occult, including the Freemasons and the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, who we've talked about in a past episode. Now, alchemy, by the way, has a complex history in itself, even without this tablet. And it's something I've always found fascinating. We're basically talking about early philosophers who questioned and experimented with scientific methods. They were these deep thinkers who sort of laid some groundwork for what became modern chemistry. So as you were saying, it really does have kind of a basis, a grounding in science. I mean, I'm not going to. I think the second someone says, well, there's science behind it. I go, well, I'm not the person to judge that. I'm not the person (laughs) to say that's not true. So, so far, I'm I'm into the fact that there are at least trying to do it scientifically. It reminds me a lot of the SPR, the Society for Psychical mm-hmm. Research, that they're like, okay, this is some spooky stuff that like doesn't have a lot of answers, but we're going to try to figure it out as logically as possible. Yes, that's a good point. Try to debunk what you can, use a scientific method. Um, that is a very good point. I hadn't even thought about ghosts as part of this. The hype up is real today. You are making <laughs> me know. feel like I'm on cloud nine. Uh, you are you are like killing the game. I don't know what to say. Ah, thank you. So where the Emerald Tablet gets a mythical angle for alchemists is that it's thought to reveal how to make a philosopher's stone. Now, mm. do you know about the philosopher's stone at all? See, this is where the hype up ends because I'm about oh. to sound <laughs> so stupid. Do you know what I'm about to say? Yeah, Harry Potter. Literally, I thought it was made up. Oh. I didn't know. Yeah, it's that stupid. I didn't know. (laughs) You're not stupid. Come on. Mm, I didn't know the philosopher. I thought a transphobe created that. I didn't know that this was real. Oh, certainly not. No. So uh, it's actually an old, very old concept that was, you know, adapted, obviously, by uh, she who must not be named. But Mm -hmm. the philosopher's stone is actually the ingredient needed to change any metal into gold, which is like. I guess the whole point of alchemy. So it would be like the pinnacle of alchemy is to find this philosopher's stone to be able to turn anything into gold. Alchemists also believed it could cure diseases, bring spiritual change, and like in Harry Potter, make you live longer or even live forever, which I think is the Nicholas Flamel character uh, in Harry Potter. Aha. Thank you for bringing it back to something I can understand. (laughs) (laughs) If all science was taught in Harry Potter references, I think I'd be a chemist by now. (laughs) You might be. You should check. (laughs) So when we go back to the start of alchemy and the creation of the Emerald Tablet, we get the following name. um, And this is where you start hyping me up because I'm ready to say this name for you. I'm so proud of you already. (laughs) Thank you. Watch me totally blunder this. No, I'm going to get it right. His name is Hermes Trismegistus. (laughs) <laughs> there's there are the claps thank you i'm so proud of you <laughs> thank you and the name hermes trismegistus actually means hermes the thrice greatest oh so it's like why do you need such a complicated name but whatever that's beside you the point. 
know if someone offered you to rename yourself, you'd pick something that annoying. So I'm just leave jealous. Him alone. Leave him alone. You're completely right. I'm just jealous. So actually, Hermes Trismegistus is a work of fiction because he's actually the combination of the Egyptian god of wisdom, Thoth, and the Greek god Hermes. Hmm. So now this is adds to this mystery where I said, hold up, I got to rewind my notes and reread this because this guy, Hermes Trismegistus, is mm-hmm. fake is, or fictional, is not a real person, but he allegedly wrote this tablet. So it's sort of like, so they, it just adds more theories, more questions, and more to explore, I guess, in this story. This is where I also got lost because I was like, this guy <laughs> isn't real, but he wrote this thing that probably is also not real. But if it is real, it's basically a recipe guide for the Philosopher's Stone, which could change the world. It's also seven paragraphs, which is very specific. It's a long recipe, but a short, it's a short story. It's, you know. <laughs> it's a novella in and of itself. <laughs> but I wonder why, if Hermes really did create this on an emerald tablet, I feel like there's significance to why he put it on an emerald slab versus any other gem. Interesting gem? point. Mineral. But I feel like emerald's like a hot commodity. So I feel like he started hot. He was like, this is going to be so rare. It's going to blow people's minds. It's so rare. And I mean, now it's even a fashion statement, like you said. <laughs> it's a jacket. It's a jacket. If you, I mean, maybe if you can actually afford a jacket out of emerald, it's not going to be a comfy jacket, but it's going to be expensive. That's for sure. It's going to, you probably won't be able to sit down at the Met Gala, but you but, can <laughs> move and shine and sparkle. But I do wonder, like, there had to have been some sort of significance for why Emerald was the slab he chose. And to have that big of a slab available and think, I'm going to ruin it by chiseling <laughs> a bunch of words into it. And hope I don't make a typo. That yeah. would be oh. really embarrassing. The biggest him. scare of uh, their time, I think, anytime you chiseled something. <laughs> you know, it's like... Can't white out. We can't white it out, you know? Yep. Can't backspace that. So apparently, the emerald, according to AmericanGemSociety.org, is a symbol of rebirth and is believed to grant the owner foresight, good fortune, and youth. Hey, that does feel right. That's really spot on there, Em. Good that call. That does feel right. Because that's kind of the whole point. How did the Emerald Tablet become this deeply desired artifact and whatever happened to it? Coming up, we'll try our best to answer that and determine whether it's all been one big game of telephone. A very important game of telephone, it seems. (laughs) Right, exactly. Hi, listeners. It's Vanessa. I'm so excited to tell you that our first book is on sale now. This is such a big moment for the whole ParCast family, and we can't wait for you to read it. It's called Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Join Them. And you can purchase it today by visiting ParCast.com cults. This is a passion project years in the making and only made possible by you. With your support, we've been able to get back to our storytelling roots. This time with a wealth of research and insights under our belt and intimate details not covered on our podcast before. Shame, exploitation, power. Cults unfolds the many motives behind groups like Nexium, Heaven's Gate, The People's Temple, and more, revealing eye-opening details which will surprise even the most devoted true crime fan. Visit parcast.com cults to order your copy of Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Join Them. That's parcast.com cults. 
And on behalf of everyone here at ParCast, thank you for joining us on this journey. We hope you enjoy. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Before we get into kind of more of the theories, I'm going to do a little mini recap here of the history of the Emerald Tablet. So we introduced you to this artifact. It's an artifact whose history and existence we're trying to uncover today. We've got this slab of emerald or green stone with just casually the secrets of the whole universe etched onto it. Mm -hmm. No big deal. Super casual. BFD. Just, it's a BFD. Yeah. A coveted artifact. So it's it's what the alchemists were seeking, this like type of holy grail item, because it could basically help you create the Philosopher's Stone, which had all these mythical, amazing properties to it. It allegedly talked about longer life or immortality, how to turn natural elements into gold. And so obviously, who would not want this tablet if it were real? And I feel like this goes back into what you were saying of like, no wonder people want to believe these things, because how amazing yeah. would that be if that were actually real? Sounds like they're golden ticket. Sounds like they're gold diggers. <laughs> oh, hey, well, kind of, I guess. Just <laughs> yeah. like a cerebral of the cerebral kind, you know. <laughs> Yours was better. I know. <laughs> So after the creation of the Emerald Tablet, some of the text on it was incorporated into different belief systems and philosophies, and many occult groups picked up on the text to use as part of their foundations. So there oh. must have been some very important stuff because a lot of different groups took it and ran with it. I mean, it makes sense because if this is like the seven secrets of the universe and you're trying to set the foundation of a belief system, I mm -hmm. mean, it's, I'd grab from it too. I, I mean, <laughs> makes sense. We'd make our own religion on it, too. That's exactly right. Probably would. It'd be so dangerous for us. It, it would be a, probably the biggest mistake. But anyway. So let's get into more about where we got such a sought-after artifact and why we don't physically know where this thing is. Mm. The Emerald Tablet was said to have been created by Hermes Trismegistus, and I'm pretty sure they just want me to keep saying this name. Because... I'm glad you got these notes and not me. <laughs> Me too, honestly, because um, I feel like I might have laughed if, <laughs> if this were the other way around. There are different stories about the supposed location of this magical tablet throughout time, but here's the most common story. So the most common story told is that Greek philosopher Apollonius found the tablet in a tomb with Hermes' body. Hmm, okay. So he, like, basically, <laughs> I guess, went to die with this tablet. Like, it was, like, buried with him, essentially. If that makes sense. Interesting he put all this work into something just to not share it with the world. It must have just been his, it's so special, you know? I guess so. And also, let's like remind everybody the confusion that we both share, which right. is that the story goes that this Greek philosopher who is real found this tablet in a tomb of somebody who isn't real. Who is fictional. So he <laughs> found it. He's all immediately lying. Like it's There's like red flags all over this Apollonius guy. I'm like, not to Explain like yourself. continue his gaslighting for him, but <laughs> it's now 2022 and we're still just straight up telling people not the facts. So Yeah, what we're still propagating this story, Apollonius. I need you to bring up your sources here, but bring them front yeah. and center because I have questions. There's a rumor that the Emerald Tablet was kept in the Library of Alexandria after Apollonius died, but 
as some of us know, I guess. I don't want to say as everyone knows because I was in Latin class for many years and this might just be something I had to learn. The Library of Alexandria uh, burned to the ground and everything inside of it was destroyed, which very heartbreaking. So the idea is that it was in this library and has been destroyed. Okay. So no wonder he was buried with it. Like, hello, it's in danger out here. Makes sense. With the mysterious emerald tablet nowhere to be found, the text on the tablet seemed to now be even more priceless. It's sort Mm -hmm. of like, we had the answers to the universe, then they got burned away before our very eyes, and now we must figure them out. Which, like, I kind of don't feel bad for them, because, like, no one thought to just put, like, a piece of paper on top of it and, like, use the side of a crayon and shade out the text. Like You You didn't even need to copy-paste it, like, with by hand. You could literally have just done a little etching a little shading and you would have had a copy of it in like five seconds and no one thought to do that crayola yeah that would have been so smart um well that's why they should have looked to me (laughs) apollonius the greek philosopher (laughs) should have come to me about how do we copy and paste this (laughs) and i would have said we have a shortcut because that's the kind of people we are (laughs) take this crayola crayon first of all the crayola crayon blow their mind and then we'd be like wait until you shade it it's gonna get (laughs) crazy (laughs) in terms of language it was claimed the emerald tablet was originally written in greek which is why i probably would have just stared at it blankly and not known all the magic right before my very eyes Uh and it's widely believed the text on the emerald tablet was adapted from an earlier arabic work that dated back between the sixth and eighth centuries a.d so now we're saying oh This was written by Hermes, uh, this guy, but also it was adapted from an earlier work. So now we're thinking there's like an earlier version of this? Someone did copy and paste it. Someone maybe did, yeah. Which lets me know that it was possible the second time around and we still didn't do it and then it burned to the ground. Still didn't do it. Big mistake. Whatever language was originally on the tablet, it was adapted and translated over many centuries, including into Latin in the 12th century. Then alchemists translated it themselves, including Sir Isaac Newton, another famously real person. So this is where the story is getting so convoluted for me. There's so many real people who are like vouching for a clear. I mean, talk about gatekeeping. Like, I feel like they just found out a lot of information. They were like, you know what's best for everyone if we just blatantly lie? (laughs) They'll go with it. And we have. I don't know what else to say. We, We have. I don't know what to tell you, Christine, but I also have found ancient texts before. They were created by Barney the Dinosaur. But (laughs) I, a real person, I'm telling you, and you need to believe me, this is a real story. I feel like I've heard rumors that you found it in Barney's tomb with him. (laughs) It's his little dinosaur treehouse cave. Yeah, that's his tomb, a little playhouse with several children. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I believe you. Thank you. So, like I said, alchemists translated it themselves as well, including famously real Sir Isaac Newton, which then made this tablet become a primary and important text for alchemists. But it wouldn't land on this show if it wasn't connected to the world of spiritualism and the occult. So, as I mentioned, the story says that the text revealed the secrets of the universe, so it's easy to see how this tablet became attached to Hermeticism, which is the philosophical and religious movement that started in the late Middle Ages and early Renaissance. And then by the 19th and 20th centuries, so much more recently, it got linked to esotericists and occultists. And this kind of, like, again, they they took it and ran with it, these kind of more spiritual occult groups. Sure. Which is understandable. We all want to know the secrets. After the Crusades, alchemy started to spread around all of Europe and take on new life wherever it went. 
it was hot stuff, this, mm. this alchemy business. Mm, I love it. And the Renaissance was when alchemy's popularity grew even more. So that makes sense. Yeah, I would think so, right? Like it it fits if it's the vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then obviously I imagine the emerald tablet also regained much more popularity during this time as well. But you can't have a hero of your story without an anti-hero, a villain, if you will. That's uh a little yin and yang, yeah. Storytime 101, mm-hmm. you know. So con artists would exploit alchemy and cause those who practiced it to go into hiding and legitimate texts were then destroyed or lost to time. So basically, Ugh. these con artists had to ruin it for everyone. People make everything. People, 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 people. People. I just don't like, you know how I feel about people. I feel the same way. Okay. So. But the mystery and legend of the Emerald Tablet carried on. There's this author, Dennis William Hawk, who wrote about the tablet, saying, quote, One of the most mysterious documents ever put before the eyes of man, the Emerald Tablet has been described as everything from a succinct summary of Neoplatonic philosophy to an extraterrestrial artifact or a gift from Atlantis. (laughs) That's my ballpark. Let's, hey, if it's any of those things, I'm equally excited. But I do like that it's broadened into more and more mysterious subjects as time goes on. Absolutely. Like, this really does sound like a direct quote from the History Channel. And uh, yeah. this would be on one of the... It might be. They probably... Ancient Aliens. Isn't that a yeah, show? Yeah. I feel like they probably do have <laughs> plenty of episodes about the Emerald Tablet. Can you imagine if the tablet was actually a sacred text that was from like a different universe with its own set of secrets and we're just <laughs> we're just we, copy and pasting the wrong ones <laughs> it oh, just no. fell to earth by accident and we're just like oh wow this is first it has to be our secrets no, this no, no, makes no, no, no. so much sense and they're like no 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 that one's not for you what if it's not even secrets what if it's just like an alien tabloid magazine and oh, like you know could be anything the national Enquirer for extraterrestrials that's the rumor i would like to start now because we started at gift from atlantis and now (laughs) i'd like it to be alien tabloid alien tabloid i actually i feel like why not anything's possible anything is possible that's what we say on this show there's also esoteric scholar john matthews who wrote quote Whatever one chooses to believe about it, there is no getting away from the fact that the Emerald Tablet is one of the most profound and important documents to have come down to us. It has been said more than once that it contains the sum of all knowledge for those able to understand it. Oh, okay. Okay, but hear me out, Em. So Mm -hmm. I know we keep talking about this guy's fictional, and yes, he is. But what if it's a cover for an actually real person, or maybe they... They gave someone a pen name or it was like a group of people. You know what I mean? It does feel a little conspiracy-ish of that there are so many real people vouching for this, but all like letting this fake person fall on their sword. Yeah. Let's totally make this a conspiracy theory of like, oh, you even think it's real? You know? I mean, I (laughs) guess most people already are kind of wondering that. Okay. Maybe... They say, oh, if it was found in this tomb, but that that whole story is just like a kind of a fictionalized version of what really happened. Maybe they got down together, wrote it together, and then came up with some sort of like mythical backstory to kind of throw the scent off. Yeah. Throw people off that the scent. That makes sense to me. You know I mean? Maybe they got it from Barney the Dinosaur. I don't know. You And they were like, that's too ridiculous. Let's make it more realistic. <laughs> that's That's the theme of today. Anything is possible. For all we know, this could just be like a, an old chiseled into bro code. They could have just written, <laughs> you know, it could just be what? like their own little tenants, like that their little posse followed. And the alchemists. 
Maybe it got found out and then they had to like try to cover it up. And that's what made it so mysterious. Okay, that's interesting. Like maybe they just wrote it and they were like, no, for real, this is really what happened. This is the real secrets of the universe. You don't believe us. (laughs) Uh, Why? Because we wrote it and we're saying it's real. And yeah. it's our idea. Well, actually, that's not true because this cool guy named Thrice Great, Mr. Thrice Greatest, <laughs> actually wrote it. Not us. It wasn't us. Not even us. Don't think for a second we did this. Nice try, but we found it in his tomb. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, also, what if like a in my mind like a frat bro move of like you can't prove us wrong, can't prove us wrong. You yeah yeah. There's no way. It's like a catch twenty two. There's no way to prove that. <laughs> it's they could have said they found it in a volcano and like. I guess I wasn't there. I mean, it's so, so gaslighty. <laughs> they could just say whatever they wanted. And I, they could say it existed and it never did because, you know, Chad was too lazy to even chisel it into the tablet. Nobody Crayola'd it. So maybe, maybe we're, it's just lost to time. I know the seven secrets to the universe, but like, I don't want, like, I couldn't tell you. If I wanted to tell you, then like, I would like ruin it for everyone, you know? Like, it could be such a broy thing if we wanted it to be. And I do want it to be for just for clarity here, um, I do. Done. I would like it to be. And speaking of that, it does also, I hesitate to say this, but it does also remind me a little bit of like the whole NFT crypto world right now. <laughs> where it's like, it does. Where they're, they're like keeping themselves on a pedestal from the rest of the world. They're like creating these things that aren't really real, but they like have so much value. But like, how do we prove they have value? But it's all made up anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's Here's like, the thing. If you happen to know a boy who is half into like philosophy because he's a philosopher he thinks he's so edgy and and moody and dark sure he also knows a little bit about nfts i need you people of the world to ask him which in today's world would cost more the emerald tablet or an nft of the emerald tablet now that is the question and watch his brain explode because honestly mine just did I think mine just fizzled out and fried, but yeah. melted away. It just like disappeared. <sighs> but yeah, it's it's baffling. I feel like it's just like a never ending circle. Like there's no way to really prove it, especially if it's been lost to time. Truly, lost to time, completely made up person that they're putting all the blame on. And also now they've got all these like people who are like backing it up. So it, it had to have been real, at least to them in spirit. So like, I don't know. I don't know where you go to start trying. The fact that there's experts out there who have made it their life's work to find yeah. this thing that may not even exist is it's fascinating. Half inspiring, half cringy, because I'm like, ooh, like imagine if you end up finding out. it. But also, how could you find out in today's world that it never existed? But that's the beauty of it. Right. That's the beauty of it. Um, I don't know why I just got so mad at all these alchemists. But for some reason, I started getting real annoyed. I was like, how dare you bamboozle us? I know I, I mentioned National Treasure almost at every moment I can. But I feel like at least there was a a, a map to how to get there. You know, <laughs> like there's no treasure map to this one. It's like if you find it, you find it. If not, go to hell. Uh, if you find it, you find it. If not, it's because it burned down in the Library of Alexandria and you'll never find it. And also, it was never real to begin with. So Yeah, wait, sorry. Have a also fun that. goose chase running around for that story. Up next, like many things we talk about on this show, pop culture has kept the legacy of the Emerald Tablet alive. And find out whether we think the Emerald Tablet was ever real to begin with. Well, I think we've I think, hinted at that already. I think we've covered that. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. 
The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Like I said when this episode started, the Emerald Tablet story is like a movie, much like National Treasure, where the plot <laughs> is searching for influential ancient artifacts and the truth is out there somewhere. Or is it? I don't know. Or is it? I, I think we we really took a turn in those last uh, 10 minutes here. You and I really just did a 180 on these alchemists. I think I got fired up and then that got you fired up and then it just kept our flames kept fanning each other. And Man. Now I'm just mad at men, you know? You know, it's a haze. You said Chad. I said NFT, we went into a spiral. It happens <laughs> ever so triggered. often. Yeah, it happens. But they, it's exactly what they wanted centuries ago. They were like, they're still going to be talking about us. This is <laughs> they are. the most alpha male bullshit. Okay, sorry, I keep going. <laughs> and when you have that kind of mystery adventure for influential ancient artifacts, it's always going to inspire other work. So there are many mm -hmm. books that use the Emerald Tablet in their plots. The novel The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho is probably the most popular. Okay. The main character in the book is on a treasure hunt and finds an interest in alchemy only to learn more about it from text inscribed on the surface of an emerald. Sound I mean, familiar? That's pretty on, the, pretty on the nose. Pretty on the nose. You can even search on YouTube for celebrities who are talking to Oprah about this book. Like Oprah even chats oh. with the author. This Talk about influential. Like this book made its way out into, into the world if Oprah had anything to do with it. I was going to say, if Oprah says it, it is... It is solid. It is canon. Now. Canon. <laughs> That's, you know what? You're not wrong. In one video, singer-songwriter Farrell and Oprah talk about the book teaching them, quote, if you have the desire, the universe will rise up to meet you exactly where you are. Hmm. Which maybe is one of the paragraphs. I'm not sure. On the could, for all we know, maybe it's the, can you imagine if we finally find the Emerald Tablet and then all of a sudden, like, Chad comes back through like a Ouija board or something. And he's like, actually, there's a secret eighth paragraph. Yeah, so like, you can't know about that. Now you have to go find that one. And that's where this is said. I mean, despite my reservations with this Emerald Tablet, I do think that, quote, if you have the desire, the universe will rise up to meet you exactly where you are. It's still, I mean, that's very manifesty. Like, we're. Oh, it's a beautiful quote. I agree. Whatever the rest of the text is, I don't know about that. But I'm into this one. I'm into this part. Okay. Well, to be fair, this is from the book that was written about. Oh, right. Yeah. We don't this know is what not the text says. From the right actual right. tablet as oh my far God. as we My skull's cracking. I, <laughs> so, so, yes. Okay. So the alchemist nailed it. But the text itself, we still don't know. Who knows? But like this guy's onto something, whether or not the, the tablet is, is helping. Yeah. I really like that quote. I think it's pretty powerful. But I will say if that is one of the lines on the tablet, I would be very annoyed because it's very um like metaphorical. And I feel like if someone's going to tell me the secrets of the universe, like I don't need to have to figure it out. Uh, after it's, reading it. Like I want it to be very clear. It's almost circular where it's like, yeah. here's the secret of the universe. The universe is secretive. It's like, yeah. well, <laughs> yeah, it's like a riddle. I don't want that. I wasted my whole life and my father <laughs> before him trying to find this out. I already knew that. <laughs> In 1974, a Brazilian musician recorded an album named The Emerald Tablet. 
mm-hmm. and some of his songs fully quoted the tablet's texts. Now, again, I'm saying, what do you mean? That's OK. See, is the song the ta- like is the song the secret of the universe? I'm so confused. Like, uh, as far as I'm aware, based on what you have told me today, is that we never got any solid translations of the text. So how would the song be quoting the text? And by the way, does that mean that these songs are the closest thing to English text we have of it? Like, should I just be listening to his music? Or no, it's not even, it's Brazilian. I don't even know if it's, I don't even know what, what language it might be in. I assume it would be in Portuguese, but I don't know because this is what's so confusing. If the songs are quoting the tablet's text, right? Is it in Greek? <laughs> right. <laughs> Hang on. <Help>. I'll, I'll <laughs> also, like, if that's the case, I'm just going to go find someone who could, like, translate these for me, this, these lyrics. And I'll be like, oh, so these are apparently verbatim texts of... Then we don't even need the tablet. We just listen to the song and say, now we understand the universe. Exactly. Okay. It's the it's the new age version of the Emerald tablet. It's literally just... It's an MP3. But so then we already know the secrets of the universe. If these are direct translations from something that, by the way, may or may not exist, riddle me that. But then on top of it, we already know what the secrets of the universe are. Why is everyone confused? This is why I have I'm and confused. have had a headache for the last several days, because I'm just so baffled by this whole story. I would love to talk to that um, producer or artist and be like, what are you, what are you talking about? Explain yourself. You and Apollonius have a lot of explaining to do. I wonder if the artist's name is Apollonius. I doubt it. I also doubt it. But you know what? That would be, uh, again, very on the nose. I mean, it it is on the nose because the songs even reference our friend Hermes, Trismegistus. And so he's talking about Hermes. Like he has this whole story set in his songs. But again, we still are wrapped up in this mystery of what the tablet actually says, even though this guy seems to be perfectly comfortable quoting it. So (laughs) it's all very baffling to me. The Emerald Tablet also plays a major part in the Netflix show Dark. Have you seen it? Mm. Probably not because it is uh, not an English. Oh, no, I have not seen it. It is a German show and it's a very good show. But when I got to this bullet point, I told Blaze, I was like, no wonder This is so confusing because Dark is one of the most (laughs) baffling shows. It's a time travel thriller. It's really good. You should watch it. I know you you don't like like captions, but you do like time travel. I love time travel. Yeah. And you love me and I'm German. So I feel like you could get a kick out of that. I don't know. Just saying. I could find a way. I would just make you quote things to me later. Maybe parts (laughs) that involve the Emerald Tablet so we could all get some answers. (laughs) Well, there's even a character with a tattoo that depicts a tablet like on the show. So they are fully immersing themselves in this tablet lore. But it is a great show. I do recommend it if you're into kind of like sci-fi thriller time travel stuff. It's very confusing, I will say. Very layered and very confusing. But again, so it was this damn tablet. So it all kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, um, I know this is a stupid question, but any other thoughts, any questions you have left about this tablet or has everything been cleared up for you? Sorry, that's what I was said with much more aggression. Than I was going to say the, the attitude that came out was, so I mean, the attitude that came out was valid. It was warranted, right? It was so warranted. But hmm, are things cleared up for me? Mm-hmm. I want you to ask yourself if that was a question worth asking. I'm not even going to ask myself because I already know the answer. I just feel like I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say this thing isn't real. And if one day I find out in the news that it was real, I will eat my own words happily. But until further notice, I feel like a bunch of men got in a room and they're like, you know how we could fuck with people for eons? And 
then they did it and it and it worked i respect the prank but <laughs> i have troubles with any real spiritual text i i always have like critical issues with like who wrote it like who really wrote this like did this group of men who are translating it did they come up with these seven i know like hermes in theory is the one that wrote it but if it was a bunch of guys just like messing around what were their seven secrets of the universe really like you know like i do think it could get really hysterical i think someone crypto is the answer to all our problems (laughs) if people who were into nft found out that there was a text hundreds of years ago that said that you would never be able to talk them off that pedestal talk about brains exploding okay here's what i think though i don't think it was a prank like i don't think these guys were sitting there going like haha guess what we could do i really think they probably believed it and wanted to give it more validation by saying, you know, oh, no, someone else smart and fancy wrote it. We just took it on and believe it because it what kind of value does it have if they wrote it themselves? You know what I mean? I feel like this is something they genuinely believed. And they were like, this is how we live our alchemy lives. I don't know. Again, it's hard to say when we don't even know what it says, but I feel like it's probably something they really did believe in. And then they just kind of tried to give it more validation by saying like, oh no, someone else probably wrote it. (laughs) I mean, clearly other people have dedicated their lives to try to find this thing. So uh, I hope that they find something because I really want them to win. But I don't know if it's real. I feel like if the first thing that experts or, you know, people who were vouching for it all the way back then, if the first thing they're going to do is lie and bullet point one of like oh yeah we found it from this person who it's red flag is not real it's like um okay so immediately i can't trust anything else you have to say in that way i feel like if it is a real text then it's at least historically really interesting like it might not yeah legitimately be the answers to the universe but like it would be a really cool artifact like whether or not it would be a great artifact occult you know magic or whatever so i feel like it would at least be cool to find and see what those fellas were up to back then. And <laughs> it would be cool. And I do hope that people who are dedicating their lives to this, you know, get a win by the end of it all. Yeah, they deserve but, it. But um, to swing back to your question, no, I don't have all the answers um, figured out in my head. <laughs> I'm very confused. I thought if anyone could, it would be you. But I guess we're all at a loss now. <laughs> I usually can make sense of chaos, but this is just above my pay grade, I think. So... <laughs> Finally, I've reached something. I've brought you something you can't unravel. And I'm so proud. (laughs) My breaking point. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Information on today's episode came from The Secrets of Alchemy by Lawrence M. Principe, The Secret History of Hermes Trismegistus by Florian Ebling, Symbol Sage, Gaia, Williamette University, and Ancient Origins. Remember to follow Rituals on Spotify to get a brand new episode every week. And you can listen to this and all other episodes of Rituals for free exclusively on Spotify. And if you like this show, follow at Parcast on Facebook and Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. You can find me at BM Schultz. And you can find me at Xteen Cheaper. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next week. Rituals is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by Max Cutler. Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. Fact checking by Cheyenne Lopez. Research by Chelsea Wood. It's produced by Kristen Acevedo and Jonathan Ratliff. 
with production assistance by Ron Shapiro. We are your hosts, Christine Schieffer and M. Schultz. Listeners, remember to visit parcast.com slash cults to order your copy of our first book, Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Joined Them. It's on sale today, and I can't wait for you to dive in. Nexium, The Branch Davidians, Heaven's Gate, and more. Cults takes you beyond the headlines for an intimate look at the sordid beginnings and deadly ends of the most radical groups in history. Details never heard on our show before. If you love our cult series or any of our true crime podcasts, this book is for you. Without your loyalty and support, none of this would be possible. So we truly hope you enjoy. Visit parcast.com slash cults to order your copy of Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Joined Them. It's on sale and ready to read right now. Order today at parcast.com slash cults.